0: I, I fell into, into a, a burning, burning ring of fire. fire. Frank burning, went down, burning, down, down, down. Burning, burning, burning. burning. A ring of fire.
1: <laughs> ring of fire. <laughs> thank you, thank That you. gets us
0: started. Thank you so much. <laughs> we yeah. practiced that one a little bit. Oh, did you practice on the <laughs> wheel? Well, not too much. We just practiced. Yeah. I practice, I guess. Practiced. Did you guys carpool here? No, we didn't. No, You
1: didn't. came from separate places. Separate places. Okay, cool. All right. Well, Stephen, welcome back. Thank you. You brought a friend. (laughs) I brought a good friend of mine, my best (laughs) friend. You brought Frank. Frank's here (laughs) from Frank's flooring. When did you start it, Frank? Uh,
2: 2005. Oh, so recently. What were you
1: doing before that? Uh,
2: I had some office work I was doing. Yeah.
1: When did you start? Sorry. When did you start, Stephen?
2: uh, I don't know
0: the year. I was about 17 when I, or 15. Yeah. I, I don't know what year that was. It was so a couple I mean, years after you had started.
2: Yeah, really. just a few years
1: after. 2007 so what, he started, around there. did you go from office to Thailand?
2: Uh, I always dabbled in construction. I always did things on my own, on the side. Some rentals at home, at the cottage. I With no did, I did. I did quite a bit. I did quite a bit beforehand, and then I... Got, uh, got tired sitting at a desk. So, almost 20 years now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. industry's changed a little bit, I would say. A, a little, lot in the I last 20 mean, years. Yeah,
2: quite a bit. Yeah. Quite a bit. Well, welcome, guys. Thank, Thank you. Good to have you in the studio Thank back you. again. Glad then, to be um, back. You
1: brought your dad. Yeah. We got a lot to talk about, which is going to be good. You guys aren't nervous. You're not nervous. No. At all. No. No. We're going to talk shop. That's all we're going to yeah. do. Yeah. Like, like every day. No, basically, like <laughs> other than there's no slab up against the wall, and there's yeah. no, no snap over here, there's no, no, no tile saw, no nothing. Tile no saws no. of any kind. No there's, no, there's no tools in here. It's a there's little no refreshing. A no, that's about it, right? Yeah. So <laughs> I don't want to start doing demonstration podcasts. I no. don't care for that. No, I'm not interested in that. Frank's Flooring <laughs> is uh, in the studio today. Uh, www.franksflorian.ca, frank at Frank'sFlooring.ca And also steven at franksflorine.ca. And then on Instagram, it's uh, under franksflorine. And then the phone number to reach Frank is 416-722-2507. And Steven's is 647-921-2508 and then that's it i think yeah so hang on a second. Yeah. quick shout out i got Evan uh from evan workshop his t-shirt oh awesome. i'm wearing his unleash your voice on the construction life podcast community are you passionate about the world of construction trades and all things building related the construction life podcast wants to hear from you leave us a review share your thoughts insights and experiences on your favorite podcast channel Your review fuels our mission to create engaging and informative content for the construction community. Your feedback is a mortar that holds our podcast together. So share your thoughts, rate us, and let the construction community know why the construction life is your go-to podcast. Visit our website and check out the over 400 tradespeople and construction professionals listed on our site. Check out www.theconstructionlife.com for additional content, behind-the-scenes exclusives, and valuable resources. Dive deeper into the construction world with articles, guest profiles, and more. Follow us on social at TCL underscore The Construction Life. Subscribe to our video channels on YouTube and Rumble. Check out our link tree and find exclusive discounts for listeners. The link is in the IG bio. Join the conversation on Facebook, the Construction Life community. I got to get a Frank Sloan t-shirt. You both. Yeah, have we, a, we should have brought a, a few in. A Frank Sloan actually. suit. I need a yeah. nice <laughs> little, yeah, th- yeah. Okay, maybe a double-breasted. We'll go back <laughs> to next the time. early <laughs> 90s or something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, 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 just a well, You'll totally never cool. find
0: uh, this t-shirt anywhere, actually. Is it uh, retro? Um, no, it's um, homemade by um, an Instagram follower. His client made a couple of them for us and the
1: team. That's nice. Got our name yeah.
0: embroidered on the side. Yeah.
1: He's just a fan? Yeah. Yes.
0: We uh, talk shop sometimes through Instagram, and he lives in Canada and yeah. made a <laughs> couple little things it's like good that. Good looking tee, good looking color. I love it, actually. Yeah. It's very soft and nice.
1: And you've got the the polo shirt. Yeah. yeah. So you can wear right from the job to the of course. It's my estimate, uh, oh, the estimate. My line. estimate uh, <laughs> gear. <laughs> I go. All right, so yeah. I wanted to get yeah. you back in so we can actually get more history on Frank's flooring and how it all got started, but you were just mentioning 2005, right? Yeah, thereabouts.
2: So. I uh, I basically was doing quite a few side jobs, I guess, at the time, and I got busier and busier and busier, and then I, one day I just decided, that's it, and ventured out. So a bunch uh, of
1: kind of whatever work people were asking for, it wasn't specifically just... Uh, yeah, work? it wasn't
2: specifically
1: flooring. Most of it was because that's what I felt more comfortable doing.
2: But actually, back then I was only doing uh, hardwood and laminate. Really, back for, then would have
1: been the ad- introduction of hardwood or well, no, laminate. No, no, would have been the introduction of yeah. Laminate,
2: laminate was fairly new. Yeah, I guess, right. Like it was kind
1: of, of showing up. You had the bad stuff come out. And yeah, kind of oh happens yeah, with every of of it, Yeah. That comes so out. I was
2: basically doing that uh, for a
1: number of years at the beginning on my own. So today now it, like. Regarding flooring, what percentage you guys figure is tile and what percentage you guys figure is wood that you guys are doing?
2: Oh, now it's like 90, 95% tile. tile. <laughs>
0: That's what it is, right? Cuz once uh a- Steven came in, he yeah. didn't
2: want to do uh
0: hardwood or laminate anymore. Oh, you didn't want to touch it? No, it's it's a lot of labor. It's a lot of moving around.
1: Coming from a tile installer, like Yeah, it's a lot yeah, of no, labor? the
0: hardwood is it was more for me. I I felt like I could never do the job fast enough. Like, we'd be going and going and going, where the tile, you kind of have to stop and think a little bit more, and it requires a little bit more skill. The hardwood requires a lot of skill, too, but, you know. There's a lot more
2: moving in hardwood. You're getting up, you're cutting, you're going back and forth, unpacking, there's there's a lot more pieces. And the boxes were a lot
0: smaller of tile than Ah, the hardwood. That's right. (laughs) Back
2: then, there was no very few... Eight, six, seven, eight-inch boards. They were all either two and a half or three-inch yeah, yeah, boards. Exactly. So Max, if
1: you got lucky, it was three and a half, right? Like, yeah, hey, yeah, three and a half, <laughs> four. Wow.
2: So to do a room, there's a lot
1: of uh, a lot of lines.
2: There a lot of boards. Was it
1: mostly stapling, or was it cleating, or glue down, or was it a bunch of? No, no, was it was it? all yeah. mainly
2: mainly cleats
1: actually. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but w- and even back then. Uh, when I first started, there was no compressor. It was all the manual. Oh, I
1: remember that. The, the manual. You had to uh, hit it hard the enough manual, to actually manual make, nailer. Yeah, I remember that. Right. Totally.
2: And so you had to hit it with the proper for- amount of force. So nowadays, not too hard,
1: not too light. All the trades are spoiled with all the tools. That now with, oh, the, yeah, right.
2: with the compressors, you just tap it. Oh, nowadays, when we do it, we got so the fun. one with the rollers on the front yeah, and yeah, the yeah, side. Yeah. And Stephen, uh, as long as the compressor can keeps up, he just keeps going.
1: But there's no water, no sponges. That's no. right. Your That's hands, are, he nice. Likes Your hands are nice. Your hands are nice and clean. They're yeah, dry. Yeah. You get a little bit. You get a splinter. splinter sawdust. But nothing's as bad as a porcelain little chip kind of dig it into your skin and then water, that hurts. Doesn't <laughs> the that water hurt more? water
0: cleans it though, right? <laughs> Disinfectants, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, so mortar material infused water cleans the wound that you just got That's cut right. from the porcelain slab or something.
0: All those toxic signs on the cement bags, they, they must be good for something, right?
1: <laughs> so you like wood more frank than tile or, or do you, you go where it goes? I go where it goes. You go to where, you where it goes, right?
2: Point, yeah. No, it's been it's been a few years where we do the majority of tiles so i've kind of accepted it i don't do there's more money in tile
1: than no, you know what than you're right there's Cause more there's a y- race to the bottom when it comes to flooring hardwood flooring yeah. any kind of flooring right it is totally you a know. race to the bottom uh,
2: but it is a messier job and Less
1: furniture to move with tile. That's true too. Though. It's one room, and usually there's no furniture. And yeah, you, if you yeah. decide on keeping the vanity, you can just work around the vanity. Yeah, on the top, on the wall for the backsplash yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Oh, that's a good. And point. when we
0: first started, we were doing, or sorry, when my dad first started and I joined, it was a lot of uh, renovations with the hardwood and laminate and some vinyl. Like a lot of condos, tight spaces, and you're doing a quarter or half the room, move the furniture over, do the other half. I've
1: been there. And uh,
0: that to me was like a nightmare. I don't know. I was spoiled when I grew up working in the trades with him, though, um, because it just wasn't for me. I mean, nowadays, we do that like nothing. Eyes are closed and we can do that kind of stuff. But... Maybe that's why I like, kind of yeah, like the tile a little true. more because I got to be really focused.
2: At the, at the beginning, there was I didn't have any work with like contractors where it'd be an empty house or anything. It'd always be a rental for a customer and, you know, in moving bedroom sets. But you and, needed the
1: real estate for all the tools that were associated with the tiling right yeah that was the downfall of it right That's so you yeah. needed a space and then sometimes yeah well most of the time you wouldn't be able to do it inside the house yeah so you'd have to go to the garage and then if it's seasonal you don't pump the brakes and not do the job because yeah. it's winter time now right? right
0: and for the condos we had like a little table saw like this oh i big. know like everyone started with that with the, <laughs> what size blade was that like, <laughs> oh, probably the I worst know. blade no. in the entire yeah. world it never cut
1: everything perfectly yeah. no and yeah. I think it was... It was going... <laughs> oh, whoa. yeah. It was <laughs> Can you it imagine trying doing a miter with that one? Yeah. No. Tried, it would yeah. never work, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So you've seen yeah. it kind of grow from, like, the tile edges to, like, I guess the introduction of tile edges at that point. 2005 would have been the yeah. introduction of tile edge. Well,
3: well,
2: they had tile edges. No,
1: not to the extent that they have them now where no, there's so not, many options. Not, so not the I think selection I one now. or two options and that was it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. You got steel or you got steel. <laughs> i know i know you know and some plastic you know even plastic
1: there. was i guess for just i mean the price difference wasn't that much it wasn't that crazy difference or whatever it was yeah it was just an option just for cheapness i guess it was right. an option for color for color because yeah, the plastic had the they had it in white yeah right, but it was almost like the marble thresholds where you you can have anyone you want as long as it's gray or brown yeah gray or, brown. <laughs> gray or beige <laughs> yeah but nowadays yeah. you can make your own tile or your threshold your frame you could do whatever you want do whatever you want now too many many options for you guys
0: not for me i like all those options borders uh, oh i love it The the ability to be creative is what kind of drew me towards the tile where you can do a lot of things with the wood you can still do like fun designs like this and borders and intricate patterns but you know you're getting one color, maybe two colors at the most, whereas with the tile, I think uh, when we started doing a lot of backsplashes yeah, early on, be. they were like the thin glass and stone mosaic well, sheets. I remember those. yeah, And it was crazy amount of colors and tile sizes all in one, and that was fun. And then it after doing, I don't know how many thousands of square feet of that, you know, you kind of go, okay, this is getting a little boring mm. now what's
1: yeah. i let's start there i want to find out what is the best kitchen backsplash
0: oh the big tiles
1: just large like will even going as far as slabs
0: oh yeah sure and nah, they're putting it, slabs uh, on the kitchen
2: backsplash yeah they are you make right? it from yeah.
0: countertop to the bottom of the cabinet in one piece i nice. i always love the nice. bigger yeah like um it's very nice like when we're doing like little
1: hexagons and stuff, it becomes very tedious. It comes tedious, and I I find it looks really really busy. Yeah, and I don't think but a backsplash it... should be looking busy.
2: No,
0: and that's why a lot of people go to the subway <laughs> tile.
2: But or... it's all personal preference. Everybody's got their own idea it's of, a shaker of, of what, kitchen, what they like. Kitchen, they go
1: subway tile. Like it's just like of, it,
2: what, of what they like, right? I mean, the bigger the tile, yeah, the easier it is to maintain and keep clean. If you're you got a messy kitchen. You have less grout lines to
1: clean. Am I crazy to ask for a stainless steel back splash? Is that like crazy talk <laughs> to talk about that stuff? I
0: think I hmm. may have seen that once in, in a residential, residential In a residential. And that was it. And um, that person probably was like a, a crazy full-time person. chef or something. Probably, But I mean, like yeah.
1: when you see any kind of restaurants, it's always a... It's a, always yeah. But you never had a client ask you for a stainless steel back
0: No. No. I don't think they would ask us. Like, Yeah, they wouldn't ask us. They'd go to a... Either with the kitchen, kitchen company fab. or yeah, someone who some does some outdoor
1: kitchens. I've seen stainless steel.
2: Oh yeah, we have the
0: outdoor. It,
1: but I'm on this trip where I think that a stainless steel makes okay. First of all, for the cooking area, it makes a lot of sense because you clean makes it. Sense. And yeah, and I don't. Unless you're uh, an uber kitchen expert, right, where you just order all your food (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then you put it in the pots and then make it look like you cooked it and then put it in certain dishes. But you're just heating up food. If you cook, you're going to get splashes on the back. So the last thing you want is get a backsplash that's really, really busy with a lot of grout lines, especially an inferior product. Because that's just going to be a pain to keep clean, right?
0: Mind you, um, my dad's kitchen backsplash (laughs) is... Is a lot of lines. It's a busy mosaic with the chevron pattern. He's just
1: where's the bus? Yeah.
0: <laughs> but um we do keep that clean. We don't go excessive with the tomato sauce, you know, keep the temps on medium or low. Um and it still looks just as good as the day we did it. And I, I love that tile. That's one of the busiest tiles we've done, and I think it's still one of the coolest. What belt did you use? What brand? it's done right.
2: Sorry? Do you remember the grout brand that you used? Uh, probably the Mapei Ultra okay. Color. Yeah, yeah. Which, but then I which sealed it up. But then I sealed everything afterwards a couple of times, right? So it's pretty easy to clean, you know.
1: They should put that on the sealer, right? Eh? They should actually write down going great to prevent tomato sauce stains <laughs> all the italians would buy it instantly <laughs> it would yeah. just be off the shelf yeah. the, uh, where you buy the tomatoes and yeah. you buy the yeah. the grout that's yeah. where you, you, the side same by, section side by side side there. by side yeah yeah you'll sell all kinds of that sell, stuff, uh, which is yeah. great because i never understood that because you always when you see in an older kitchen maybe 10 years you walk into the kitchen you you can almost squint a little bit and you'll see that that tile around the cooking area is just a little, a little bit darker dirtier, yeah. darker yeah <laughs> You just see that. But
2: then a lot of people, it's not about uh, functionality, it's just about looks. <sighs> Boy, well. is
1: that an argument, huh?
2: Yeah, right? <laughs> right? So, like, the even, busiest room ever. Because I, I remember even when we went out looking for our, that backsplash with my wife, it was just about the look. She didn't even think about cleaning it. It was just like, "How oh, how's it going to look?
1: One of the first lessons that. Right? Who was it that taught me? Was it um, an architect? I'm trying to remember who taught me. He talked. He he taught me about how uh, the flow of a house is supposed to be designed, and the way you want to figure out what the best way to to create the flow of the house is determine you arriving at home with two shopping bags, right? He, yeah. he described it as paper bags, so he's going way back, right? And you're walking into the house carrying these bags. So you that will determine how many steps you want on your front, how you enter from the garage by the side entrance, and how long it takes you to get to the kitchen, and then where all those groceries are going to go regarding the placement of the appliances that are needed. Right. And I was like, yeah, it's very true. That's a so good, if you're uh, holding two full bags, yeah. h- how do you want to treat that? So if you want... 10 steps or two flights or whatever it is yeah. and you're entering you're going through zigzag to get to the kitchen you're gonna hate those bags at <laughs> that point
2: right so another hot topic i have with a lot of clients is oh should we put some tile by the front door or should we just do the hardwood right through and even the hardwood in the kitchen i'm not a i think we right? talked about briefly so before. there's a big uh, thing where the designers just like the one look
1: hardwood, say no hardwood, hardwood, hardwood in kitchens, i'm sorry no yeah. hardwood in kitchens and no substitute porcelain tiles that look like hardwood <laughs> in kitchens. <laughs> that
2: hardwood, that, that no. Yeah. But I even see. the, um, the tiles are hardwood by the front door. with our Canadian winters, you walk in, it's you no leave sense. a, you leave a pair of boots that got snow and it melts through the carpet. Your hardwood is ruined.
1: It's done. That, that hardwood is going to get done, worn right? out and wrecked. Right. So yeah. you might as well just figure out where that line's going to be in today's day. Like, there's so many brands that have so many different kinds of transitions that you can make it look seamless, right?
2: Yeah. Oh, we make it look seamless all the time.
1: It's, it's not about, like, I'm re- no. I got rid of that argument about how you need the expansion. And no, you don't. If the house is built properly, you don't need an expansion. Yeah. You can be right tight next to each other and it's not going to move. Yeah.
2: Because yeah. usually. The one joint is tight, but then the other, the other ones, ones are, loose. are loose a bit. So yeah, it's, that's it's got right. So room. that's where the
1: movement's going on. So there there might be some tension going on the joint between the two subs- finish straights. Yeah. But the thing is, it's moving back. It's moving back the other way.
3: Yeah.
0: And I've seen a lot of guys, when they do hardwood, they slam it against the drywall, and then they're just nailing, nailing, nailing. That's when you get into the problems of that. Yeah. So one thing that separated us when we started doing tile and hardwood like religiously was that you know we understand all aspects of flooring we can make this a seamless um floor and functional where it's not going to buckle over time the grout's not going to crack we'll make everything flush and nice and it it still works to this day having that aspect of our business yeah and that's one of the big reasons why, uh, our house, my dad's house is so well done. <laughs> I
1: always cringed whenever I walk by a supplier section of T moldings and reducers. <laughs> and I was like, what is all that stuff? Like wh- who Ryan. uses or why do we why do want to use that?" First of all, to... that wood will never match the wood that the client chose. Right. And that fake looking wood will never match. And mm-hmm. it just, why do you want this speed bump here? I yeah. want everything to be a transition. Right. Yeah.
2: The only time you really need it is when you're doing like a laminate or vinyl. then then you need something in there but but
1: even at that point if there's a way that you can increase the thickness of the substrate so you can raise it up but even with the yeah you're right the laminate you can't cut it clean I've done it before where I cut it clean right up against a top. yeah you can cut it clean but it it moves it still moves a little bit it It moves more so then what I normally do is I try to get uh, as close a color match Silicone flexible caulking yeah. and put it in there. It so in if there. it does move, it kind of lasts at that point. Yeah, yeah. But I never, even in my early years of construction when I got started, which was been like 2009, 2010, uh, I think I did one or two curbs, showers. Oh, really? And then I stopped. I, I started doing curbless. I was fighting the curbless all the time. And every time I went to go do a quote of a job, Uh, They would talk about, well, we would really like to do a curbless, but we're not sure if we could do a curbless. And I was like, okay, come with me. We're going to go back downstairs. I need to look at the room that's underneath this to find out which way the joists are going because I'm going to have to cut open this stuff, right? And you convince them on that point to do it. At that point, you can restructurally do it, right? Yeah. And then you don't have a curb because I never liked curbs in showers. I really didn't. I didn't like tiling them. I didn't like putting the threshold on them. I didn't like anything about a curb. It never made any sense to me. That's just me. Yeah. And then the rubber membrane never made any sense to me. Yeah, the rubber membrane, though. And I don't care how <laughs> good you, of a folder you are in the corner, it always came out automatically, right? Yeah. But I know that there's certain applications like in high rise where you can't use certain foam products in high rise because of fire code and stuff like that. Oh, I have so never So then you were refore- forced. Well, that? I, I know New York. There was a guy that I was talking to when I was going to some New York trade shows. A lot of the New York high rises, you're only allowed to use lead. Really? You can't even use a rubber because of fire code. And you can't use foam because of fire code. Oh. So you have to, you have to tin away lead wow. to shape it. And that's what made it waterproof. And I was like, I don't know about that, but that's going to fail. Yeah, you're I don't know about at that. At some yeah. point, it's going to fail, right? Yeah, but nowadays. Plus, you're it, handling lead. Lead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: But nowadays, <laughs> they have the fabric there's all kinds that's nowadays. that's different, yeah. Waterproof but guys are
1: still doing rubber with the weeping. They're still doing rubber drain and
2: I, I saw one the other day. Dry pack I, and I went to give an estimate and the carpent the carpenter, the plumber put in the drain
1: with the rubber. And I'm like, I'm tearing this out, you know. <laughs> it's the same thing, like, did you guys ever do scratch coat with mesh at the beginning, right? Oh yeah. But that's done now, right? Or do guys still I've I,
0: seen some guys uh, do it on Instagram
1: even still. Still?
0: Once or twice. Thicker you know, or bed,
1: right? Not the, not the Toronto Classic, just scrape a trowel uh,
0: over it. I think yeah. the Toronto Classic. Really? Like, I, it's hard to tell from the pictures, but I still see some people doing it very rarely. I mean, they still sell scratch coat.
1: Yeah, they do. That's the sad thing. Yeah. yeah. And they still sell the mesh. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: And I mean, I've seen guys use the mesh for like dry pack
1: that's different when you yeah. embed it in there but it, when you just get you make the scratch coat really milky yeah liquidy and then you just scrape it on with a trowel and then parts of it are sticking out and like don't worry yeah. that gives the towel grip that'll catch on Yeah, catch <laughs> that's not what it's for yeah
0: yeah i i hated it it was fun at first you know i got to use a staple gun take the compressor get my
1: hands all cut it's up until you get a demo yeah and then we got to demo and remove that
0: oh yeah and we we still are demoing jobs all the time where we're pulling staples and wire mesh mind you the
2: membrane with the fleece underneath is no easy task to demo either no it's a pain (laughs) i mean you're not going to get your hands cut the way you do with the mesh but it's a pain to get it nice and clean you can't
1: remove it fully can you
2: you, well, if you scrape enough, you can. <laughs> I think we
0: tried with the uh, the concrete grinder once, and then it started. Yeah. The floor started gumming, up, it up, gumming up, in it in up. the Vacuum area yeah. Totally would have. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. And it was like, okay, what do we do now?
1: <laughs> I know you guys did a job recently with Provo, right? Like with you, Provo, yeah. You guys oh, all did, the time. Oh really, huh? Oh yeah, Seriously. we love using. I've never, tr- I've never used it. So it's like, is yeah. it good?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. and they're yeah. since we're just talking about the fire rating, their board is. Um, it's not like, you, it does have a fire rating to it. Okay, so you can use it for fireplaces, and if condos are having restrictions, yeah, it's good. So, to go. but it's a foam. Yeah, yeah.
1: But it's a foam with a cementaceous product on it. Yeah, on uh, the face. Yeah. How do you cut it? With a knife. Just with a knife and the snap knife, you yeah. scar
0: it. and snap it.
1: Really, but yeah. then they also have the fleece too, as well. For they have the
0: fleece because their shower pan is. Um, The open cell foam, so it's white, so you have to still cover it. Whereas the board is the blue foam, I think it's closed cell. So, yeah.
1: You just got to caulk the joints to put them together.
0: Yeah, like they have their silicone sealant adhesive. And and then what
1: do you do to secure the board? Is it like screws and washers? Screws and washers, yeah. 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 And then you just patch in the washer. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But we're actually, even um, that they recommend to do is take it a little step further and put the sealant behind the studs. Understood. If you have any movement, especially with, like, new construction homes that are still kind of new foundation. Still drying and flexibility. Because I I see it sometimes when we're quoting jobs that, like, grout is cracking. Not in jobs that we've done, but, you know, new construction, and it kind of makes me weary. So I don't want that to happen on our jobs. So if it means an extra tube or two of ceiling, like, I don't care what it is. I want these jobs to last until <laughs> I'm my dad's age.
1: No, I know. And I, d- I think we've talked about this where yeah. it's like, I think all shower enclosures should be done with the LSLs, right? Yeah. Like no more dimensional lumber in these corners. doesn't matter if it's two corners yeah. of an exterior wall, right? Ideally. Ideally, right? Ideally. Because yeah, it makes, l- I, I've done it in the last few showers that I did. I just like, it, it, I don't want to fight this. I don't, I want this to be true plumb. Yeah. Plumb, just yeah. So then you don't have to build out, you don't have to, fuss with it at that point right yeah, yeah. Does but
0: sometimes it. these condos that are renos you're like we change a lot of these steel studs because they're just so twisted
2: and by the time you demo it you end up <coughs>
3: breaking twisting half breaking half <laughs> of them
0: or and, they're all twisted
1: and garbage twist. from the last demo that yeah, yeah. trying to fight that trying because fight it, it. what is that mix like what is it concrete mix on a a, a a wire mesh like what they do for the actual or is it just drywall the older condos though
0: Usually just drywall is it and the steel studs? I've
1: seen it as, as like a almost like a mud dog kind of thing. These these are these are much older condos, oh wow, which is like a pain in the ass, man. Yeah, I I wonder if
2: somebody just put like mud just trying to straighten out the wall, maybe
1: could have been that way. But now you're demolishing all that so you can get some new plumbing behind there and run some new lines, and now you got to patch that and start over again. But then, yeah, the studs and those studs are always like two and a half inch yeah, yeah a lot of thin. times
0: they are they're really thin so if you're trying to build a niche and um oh. your niche is a yeah. lot yeah. more no. shallow and you, you can't you,
1: if you want to have a really good day it's like a one and a half inch stud <laughs> they do really small things which yeah. i can't stand man i'm yeah. not a, i've done one condo in my life really and uh, i fought it i was like i i hated this job Yeah, so bad. it was a full floor we had to replace all the flooring the bathroom i was like i'm Ever yeah. again, they're, they're, they're not too
0: bad if you have a balcony. Um, but they if you don't, then you you're balcony. really I was, was cursing
2: yourself. I, c- I can't stand it. Yeah. The amount of time you waste in a condo.
0: But then, then you know.
1: get certain guys who like the condos because they can charge a premium. Yeah, so they make a little bit more money. Mm, yeah,
2: headache, not because you you. It's taking you more one and a half times. So it's really more, right? Just going up and down and uh, the elevator and. Like it's just yeah, and then you gotta you're restricted by their hours, you know. I had I had neighbors coming and banging during the day. When you're gonna stop all the noise? Uh, I never understood right? that, it, Frank. But, Like
1: I just I didn't get how I know the rules of construction laws, the bylaws. Where it's seven to seven, right, Monday yeah. to Friday, and nine to five on Saturdays, right, and no work on Sundays, yep. right. I guess it's based on Catholic or Christianity at that point. Oh, right. But I mean, like lots of people work in the middle of the night and then they sleep during the day. So what about those people? Mm-hmm. Lots of people that are not religious that I don't know, work on Sundays or something. Like. Sunday, what about those yeah. people? I don't yeah. I never understood these rules, how yeah. it should just be
2: uh, like you said, they date their old dated laws yeah. way back. And I guess the majority of people still work during the day the majority and so they these
1: days a lot of people are just working i mean yeah, well no. you got you guys have done commercial stuff too no yeah. So, yeah you guys don't work during the day in commercial like it's yeah. most part you'll have to go in there after hours of a commercial oh unit. we've never
0: done a commercial job like that oh, okay you haven't done no. that i know no. other child
1: setters that have gone in at the middle of the night yeah. oh yeah yeah we do work
0: yeah you we have um, we've talked to a couple of people uh that have even done work for the ttc and that's overnight and that's to me, um, like, I at first Talk when I pressure, got asked yeah. by that person, I, I considered it because I wanted the experience. Um, and as I've been getting you older. You can YouTube the experience, Stephen, yeah. and just watch it.
1: <laughs> yeah, but
0: I, I don't think that's for me. I prefer my 7 to 6, 8 to 6, whatever, and uh, keep that's it like it. that. That's yeah. just
1: pressure. Like, you got to get it done, and I guess there can only be a... Penalty if you don't get it done or it doesn't dry or yeah. something goes oh, wrong.
2: Guys in, working in banks, they have to yeah. have it done by the morning. It has to be grouted yeah. Yeah. and cleaned by the morning so customers can walk on it.
1: And they're laying tile just trying to figure out how they can break into the vault. Yeah. Like that's, how, that's <laughs> their thought process at that point, yeah. right? Yeah. Which every, I think every tradesperson would be thinking that kind of thing, <laughs> right? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I wouldn't want to <laughs> do that because it's just, no. it compounds the stress Yeah, on doing the job. I and just want to do the job, right? Right. Yeah. right. It's just, this podcast episode has been sponsored by Class & Bronze Limited, authorized Canadian and U.S. wholesale distributor of Pagan heavy-duty, high-performance tile leveling systems and installation tools. Choosing to buy outstanding and beautiful tiles also requires buying an exceptional tile leveling system. For hassle-free installation and an exceptional leveled finish, choose Pagrin. Imitate it, never duplicated. Available at Amazon, select ProSol stores and purchased at www.tilelevelingsystems.shop. You can also find Pagrin on social at Tile Leveling Systems and their website, www.pagrin.com. So when did you yeah. guys started tackling t- the slabs? The slabs started showing up, what, five, six, no, no about seven years ago?
0: Um, we started doing uh, them, yeah. to, like, uh, I think it was, I was looking at the Instagram. It was about 2020 or 2019. Oh, recently. No, that
2: first one
1: i would say you have four or five years that they started introducing themselves into the market and then basically giving you guys a world more responsibility yeah you're almost like a tile manufacturer distributor and installer all in one now
0: yeah and um
2: you know it just means you have to buy more tools
3: (laughs) yeah
0: bigger tools that's
2: what it comes down to yeah more expensive, rare tools that not everybody uses, right? And they only make them for these particular jobs. Uh, so they charge a premium for them, of course.
1: But uh, also, right? like, you guys are, I guess the risk factor associated with them, the variable, like, the the variable whether or not that slab is going to be or react the way you want it to react, so to speak. Because for the most part, you're snapping them and yeah. then you're polishing them. Yes. And then there's also that fighting of, uh, like, a glass. Like, it's a glass coating, and you're fighting that as well, too. Yeah. 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 And then installing it at that <laughs> point and hoping right. it doesn't break at and that point. It, yeah. yeah. The,
2: a lot of times, even the biggest challenge is just getting it into the room. Yeah, that's the hardest some, part. Sometimes we had some <laughs> difficulty bringing slabs, like, upstairs on a curved staircase, right? And you're trying to angle it and bring it upstairs and... Right? Sometimes getting into a room on an angle is very, very tight. The full
1: slab or the cut slab?
0: It'll be cut, but It'll it's It'll be cut to size by then. Some of them are only cut a the, couple but inches. But the doors
2: are only seven... Sometimes the doors are only seven feet high and the ceiling is nine. Actually, we just had a customer recently where he removed the drywall beside the door. To get the slab into the washroom.
1: I would have did that. And
2: then we had to... Oh, it's the only way to get it in. Put the stud yeah. back, drywall it. it the only put way... Put the tile on we after. Could, you <laughs> couldn't get it in otherwise.
1: I've done that where I didn't... Um, I cut open the wall and the door trim. or It wasn't installed yet. So normally I like putting it first, right? To so finalize the door because the floor was done. Yeah. But for me to actually get the custom countertop in there for the vanity. Uh. And to get it in there properly because it was actually an, an alcove kind of space so it was actually fixed for exactly the size right, yeah. and i didn't want to cut it shorter so they can get it in at an angle right, and then yeah. drop it in place and then do a little fill i didn't yeah. want to do that yeah so i was like no we're going to cut this open and we're going to get this slab in here and then we're going to rebuild this whole entry redo it yeah and then sick. now the slab goes in there and it's like tight tight to the drywall and you clean simple bead of caulking and it looks yeah, like it. how did you get that in there yeah. yeah but then you repair you prepare the easy part Drywall is nothing. Yeah. Even yeah, wood trim well. is relatively nothing. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I've never, I think someone sent me a post recently. The client asked for the trim to be cut and not the tile to be t- cut. Really? It. it was, no, it wasn't the tile. It was a custom made top. And like they the didn't want to, yeah. And they didn't want to cut that to get it into the space. So they cut the trim to get it into there. And then they just wanted that to be repaired after the fact. And I'm like, that's ass backwards. I'm sorry to say, but how that, it, look? it yeah. looked like it looked like a mistake. And I don't yeah. know if the final picture Ch- was taken, if it was like Photoshop to hide. I don't care who you are or how genius you are or what kind of glue you're using. You cut out a piece of trim and then put a piece back in there and then try to clamp it together to seal it and rebuild all that stuff, in, you're yeah. going to still see those two lines in, in the in paint. I don't care who you are. Yeah. It doesn't, yeah. It won't work. I mean, but I was really, like, I they mean, showed me the final picture, and I was like, that's Photoshop. Compared to the compared
2: <laughs> to the cost of the custom piece yeah. and that one piece yeah. of trim.
1: Change, get change it the in trim. there. It's ch- as simple as that. Change the whole piece. But they didn't want to do deal. that. So I just like, I don't know where the thought process is, but they're the ones that are paying the final bill. So right. you got to listen to them, unfortunately.
0: Yes, I mean, you yeah. can only voice your opinion so much before arguing, and you don't want to ever do that.
1: Like, Let me begin by no. saying my professional opinion would be yeah. to go down this way. Yeah, But I'll listen to your amateurish opinion, and we'll go down this way. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. But,
2: but like you said, in the end, they're the ones paying. So True. We can only suggest what we think uh, is best, and then at the end, it's uh, well, the homeowner, the designer that makes the final call. Or the
1: homeowner slash designer,
2: eh?
0: oh yeah <laughs> yeah we've had
2: that, a couple that of special those.
1: talented breed of individual yeah yes we know which one they are yeah <laughs> we totally get it yeah <laughs> have they changed over the years frank have you seen have you guys seen them change like people
0: the homeowners or designers both i guess yeah.
1: are they like because we know that the homeowners are getting younger and i guess yeah. for lack of a better word i don't think they're getting really bolder because but, i think it's always the
2: homeowners a, now well for the last few years i guess all, they're all being educated by the diy shows on tv and they think oh that's all that's to it you know they, they make it, it look easy they see a half hour oh, yeah. episode of uh, you know brian bomber and they go oh that's it <laughs> that, oh that's all that's needed and
1: i learned right? all my tiling tricks from those shows like yeah. i like spot bonding like yeah.
3: that's great <laughs> that's it
1: plenty of air in between so you can just push <laughs> the tile in that's it fills it in like you're creating like i don't know sauce for a big mac or something yeah, like that yeah. it. And squeeze yeah. it out yeah. these are all yes. wrong things to do you guys are educated you go to pk's you you learn from manufacturers that offer you like tips and tricks and new products and you guys are doing all this homework and this, and what do they do they go to a, a design page or a design show or yeah. a design whatever right but they never really dive deep into how it should be done you guys dive deep into how it should right. be done. Yeah. right yeah
2: but they're and also dealing with a lot of different trades, not just us they but that's the fault that on every
1: on every scene. like you can watch someone DIY a shed or trim, trim. Right. It's the same thing same thing yes. I guess t- we just had bricklayers in here. I'm just I don't think that I've ever seen like them dumbing down masonry. Yeah, it's ah, always yeah. kind of let I. Let me correct yeah? me. I'm going to correct myself. Um, no, because the fireplace veneers and stuff like that. Oh, okay. That's dumbing down masonry at that point, right? Right. They treat it as if it's tile. And then yeah, because that's almost uh, our trade. At yeah, exactly, right? Then they start having a conversation do we get the mason? Or do we get the tile setter to do this yeah. as well, right? right. So yeah. at that point, it's a veneer. You can get either to do either. it. Either, yeah. yeah. Right. I vote
0: tiler. Just saying. <laughs> I, I would, at that
1: point, treat it more as a tile than I would as a masonry product. Right. But you're still using the principles of, and I've done this too, even for my brother and his wife, because she wanted a brick back. And I argued this to death. I argued this to death because she wanted a brick veneer pattern as a backsplash. As a backsplash. Yeah. Around the whole kitchen and with proper three eighths mortar joints. Mm. And I said, and then she's like, I wasn't happy with the color of the brick. So I want to full finish the brick and then seal it. And I was like, paint it. Yeah. I kept on arguing and I was like, all right. Let me know what this is going to look like in two years Indeed. when you finish cooking with the tomato sauce. Right? Yeah. <laughs> they sold it before that period, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it, was it turned interesting.
2: Out. We did the uh, we did the one in High Park where they brick left veneer? they left part of the brick.
1: Oh, the original the, brick. The
2: original brick, and that's where the kitchen happened to be, and we had to replicate a little section of it.
1: She, with veneer brick,
2: with the same kind of brick, and she's said, "Do as messy as you can do it," and you know. You know how hard it was To make it look Messy Like the it's old very, ones It's very challenging It was very hard It was very how hard How did
1: you So you guys find Found the product that
2: Well they No she had it Yeah Oh she found it uh, Yeah I can't remember We didn't source it No no she had it
1: And it looked like The original Holmes brick
2: Yeah 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 It was pretty but close But the original Holmes brick They had pieces put in Cut in half A little piece here A little like piece there Like they really patched it Like in. there was real patchwork And she said Try to make it look like that And that was tough <laughs>
1: To make it look bad. To like make it mistake.
2: look
0: bad, yes. Yeah,
1: I know. I've seen that Like, before. we still
0: have to cut it with something straight, a grinder or something. And, uh, yeah. you know, I think one or two times we even tried taking oh, the we hammer chiseled to it, it Yeah, we got bit. the hammer, smacked it. And Just to make it look a little more jagged and yeah. natural to how the existing was. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and
1: then be real messy with the mortar, too, as well, for the joints. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. that's
0: hard to do, too. Like, that's right. You know, that's you don't right. want to yeah. as much as that is how it is. You and try this to. and this
1: was like the cooking area too, yeah, yeah. And then did you guys end up sealing. I don't know.
2: I, it was a it was a rental actually. Really? Yeah, It was a rental, probably. So they just wanted
1: to continue it to make. They it
2: just look wanted like to continue that brick that sh- they left there. Yeah, to it's the, gonna know. be
1: very messy over time, especially a rental. Like they're not especially gonna keep it rental. clean, right? Yeah, I know. So I don't know I if know. I'm a fan but of But again,
2: that. it's all about the look, and not about.
1: I know, but that brick would like absorb everything
2: it would absorb yeah I, i'm not sure if she ended up sealing it or anything
1: even yeah. sealing it though when you're even getting stains it. on it like it's got all these little nooks and crannies in it yeah, that it it'll does. never clean up properly no it's hard no i wasn't a fan of that right so yeah. i agree with you guys like a big slab for a backsplash makes a lot of sense to me oh yeah yeah in the wet area the cooking area the prep area it makes a lot of sense to me
2: yeah I lot of people are continuing their countertop just up the wall
1: I don't know. quite a few
2: people are doing that I've seen. It yeah. seems
1: like too much of the same
2: stone yeah, in one it is. area, right? Yeah,
0: I feel that way too. But you know, but then you're not going
2: to get you like you're not going to get two similar stones. You almost No, need, that's a the mistake.
1: You almost need two contrasting You want contrast.
2: One with veins, one without, or different color, or but
3: something. but they do
1: that with the slabs for the island versus the perimeter. They'll always do a contrast. Yeah. So they'll spend more money on the island one versus the the perimeter one. True, and yeah. then you've got the backsplash yeah, and stuff, yeah, yeah. right? So that's true. Shower wise, I guess they're all going slabs nowadays, right?
0: Oh, uh, we still get a lot of the 20, twelve by twenty four. Okay, I, I we've been doing a lot of the forty eight by twenty four lately. Yeah. Um. That's one of our favorite standard tiles now. It's less cuts. Like, yeah, the cuts have to be more precise, but that's pretty easy now. It's more just a matter of how many cuts you have to do. So if a shower is just under eight feet, you're making a cut on the bottom, a cut on the top, two tiles, you've hit the ceiling already, and you can move pretty fast. Like, we just did a kitchen floor yesterday. Um, I think we hit 150 square feet by before lunch. And, yeah, we, we yeah. banged out this whole tiling job.
1: <laughs> Two foot by four foot tiles. Yes. Tile, yeah. How many plumbing fixtures? Uh, How many holes did you guys have to make?
0: We had to make a few holes. A couple holes. A couple of plumbing the lines coming up. After dishwasher, the sink, the sink. The hot and cold, and then the... Oh, the refrigeration
2: that's, line. Uh, yeah, the water line for the fridge. That's and a lot. That's pretty fast. But it oh, was, yeah. pretty, again, a pretty square room. Yeah. Right? So yeah. not very many cuts besides a couple of holes. So. And, yeah, very we we did a lot more than that by the end of the day. It was a good floor. It was nice and flat, too. It wasn't, you know, wavy or anything.
1: It wasn't any problems. You guys already showed up, and it was already all good to go. and. Well, we, yeah. had, we had the membrane down already. Okay. We had no, that. you were already starting tiling at that point, right? So yeah. So you were tiling, yeah. but it I was all think the laid night out.
0: before, I had done six tiles that uh, kind of had a few L cuts, the planning, you know, get that straight line. And then after that, it was just... it Just go. Go. <laughs> Everybody,
1: <laughs> I guess, these days is just asking for mitering from you guys, right? Yeah. niches and mitering. Those and, are all the and specialties. And we're
0: telling them yeah. to go that way, too.
1: It's easier for you guys? Better?
0: Um, I wouldn't say easier. Like, the edging no. or quartz is easier to do. Yeah. But the mitering looks 10 times better. It does. Uh, I love it. I still have people going through my pictures on Instagram, going back a few years, and commenting about the miters in them and stuff. And those aren't even, like, the nicest of the, the nicest. The best ones of that time, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, we... We prefer the mitering just because of the look. It gives that wow factor every time. Um, but then if
1: you got a porcelain miter and you get a damaged porcelain miter, trying to repair that is going to be yeah, a nightmare. But if you get a natural stone miter, you can repair that. It's that's That's a, a lot easier. Yeah.
0: But sometimes Phew. we're not uh, always doing that for the natural stone. Like, you can have a clean square edge. The miter looks amazing with the natural stone. We always try to go that route. Mm. Um, And I think about 90% of the time you are. It's only if you're trying to like match up to something that was existing where they had it finished one way, you're going to do it that way too. But yeah, like we did a full house of, uh, of um, natural stone that one in Rosedale. What was the stone? Um, It was different stones in
1: each bathroom. But all, uh, natural, all natural? All natural. Yeah. yeah, I can't
0: even remember the names,
2: uh, but they were One was all a li- limestone, one was a travertine, and one... I think there was the um,
0: Bianco Carrera oh. in the primary. Uh, yes,
2: that's right, that's right.
0: And each niche uh, had the natural stone. We did the works there, curbless, uh, heated floors, linear drains, and... Oh, uh, that's still one of the most fun jobs we did. Yeah, that was quite a bit.
3: Yeah.
1: Why well, was this, like, working with the material?
0: Yeah. Okay. The material, the job site, um, like, every, mm. everything was in our favor, you know. We worked everything out the worked niches out. full to full, make those grout lines clean and consistent.
3: How big
1: were the niches?
0: Uh, Just 24-inch. Okay. Like, the size of one or two tiles. Okay. And, yeah, when you're doing it like that with the niche, grout line to grout line, and you're mitering... You're not doing these L cuts or these U cuts, and then you have to miter, bend yourself backwards. Like it's pretty simple, and it looks the best. It looks best, yeah.
1: yeah. I thought like are are not people asking for bigger niches these days, like wall to wall niches in a thirty? Yeah, wall to wall is are. different.
0: Like you can still you're making one cut. Yeah. Right, and then just the yeah. side walls you might have to do a little notch. That's yeah. nothing, but. Um, Sometimes if they're asking for like an odd size, like 32 inch, you know, like that's you're going to have some kind of L cut there, which won't look bad. But in our opinion, our professional opinion, it looks a lot better when these grout lines are all kind of flowing with each other. Yeah, it does. It looks a lot,
2: lot nicer. Right? It looks a yeah. lot nicer when you're going tile to tile.
0: Do you guys that's get time. a lot of
1: homeowners that don't want tile on the ceiling in a shower? Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Why? Probably the majority. Why? The look? Because the designer likes the clean
1: look from the bathroom into the shower all one. But water gets up there and steam gets up there.
0: Yeah, not all of them. Like, Mm. it depends on how their glass is, if they have an opening, if they have a good fan that's Mm. right by it, or a window.
1: They just don't want tile on
0: the ceiling?
2: Yeah. Yeah. a lot. Most of them don't. Sometimes
0: it comes down to budget, like I it mean, is a lot more expensive I know, for us to do that. I know
2: nowadays they're doing away with all these oil-based paints before. It used to repel the water. Oh yeah. But now you got all the water-based paints, but they're still, they're still special ones for kitchen and baths. So I'll, I'm really not 100% sure how good of a
1: job they do at repelling water. But I go back to the hardwood application, where that section of the ceiling is going to get more stress from the More. usage of it right but i get yeah i mean you're right if you got a good fan it's gonna suck all the humidity out of there right but it's just like when you're okay when you're cleaning the shower i don't know anybody who doesn't just take like you scrub and you spray whatever product you want to use and then you get your hand shower and you hose it all down the towel goes up to the ceiling so yeah. what, do you, what do you do avoid the hand shower from touching. Yeah. The, like you're gonna yeah. get water is you're my point but a lot it. of the
2: ceilings nowadays, they're all that eight foot ceiling. They're, nobody makes that little bulkhead that way they used to come down. No, they the don't shower. do that, that was way back Right. When. So, yeah. the, so the ceiling height now is
1: all in the shower is all eight foot. But doesn't it like, as am well? I thinking that it doesn't look finished? Like the designers think it looks finished by not having tile on the ceiling. I think it looks unfinished by not having tile on the ceiling. Am I wrong or yeah. am I like, what am I? Uh, I don't think you're wrong, yeah. but I also don't know if you're right. Yeah, like it's true. really yeah. back it's personal to personal preference, preference. At that time, some people they just don't like that. I got a couple of like designers that, coming in. I'm gonna box. pick their brain about yeah, it. Yeah, you should. <laughs> well, you're right because that box was designed for just laziness to save on money on tile, but it forced them to put tile on that bottom part of put the tile box. Tile on yeah. there. But
0: right. You, even if they don't have like the bulkhead, they're just putting the tile where the glass goes. Some people, they uh, really don't like that.
2: And we've had some people, like, hmm. hate it. Again, it's all look and not functionality. Functionality, yeah, tile would be best. Because, you know, it's all water enclosed, right? But we, it's just the look.
1: It's personal preference, I think. Of we've tile, had some eh?
0: people kind of make that decision last minute. And then it's like, okay, it's not just this price to tile it now. Because there's, there's always a separate price for tiling this ceiling. And now it's like, okay, well, we need to cut the drywall. We need to put up a proper waterproof board and then tile. So that price is more than what you think now. So like this has to be kind of decided when you're designing the house and picking your materials. It's not just like, oh,
1: we're going to do it now. I remember I was doing a job and the conversation of trying to create a stone crown because I wanted the crown to go into the shower. And I said I was never going to put a wood crown or an MDF, never going to touch MDF and make it go into the shower, right? Even though it was an eight-foot high ceiling. So I started entertaining the idea of doing all the homework and the research to try to figure out how do I take a profile of a crown that was being used in this bathroom and try to copy it into a stone application. And the numbers were just going (laughs) through the roof of that You get
2: the guys who make the fireplace, lentils.
1: Yeah, but it, it was just getting very, very expensive to oh. do this, right? Cost, so then yeah. the next solution that I came up with was I lowered the ceiling in the shower by the height of the crown, uh. and then I just kept the crown outside of the shower at this point. right? And then, But I still put tile on the inside of the shower. Yeah. So then the crown came along, and then it went right in so it looked still looked custom it kind of gave it that sense but it they didn't spend the money on creating a custom stone crown to match the rest of the ground
2: then there's always the fact that the tiles the grout lines never line up on the ceiling well that was well they they only line up with either the back wall or the two sides you can unless they're perfectly square tiles you can't get them to line up
1: on all three, and that's my biggest gripe with pencil rail and all those right? little moldings, right? Like, yeah, what's wrong with you people? Why do you create these things at six inch lengths or twelve inch lengths? So, uh, yeah, like I never right. understood that. So the right? designers hate that when if the grout lines can't line up, it drives them crazy. Yeah, it drives me crazy too. I don't like. I don't like the look. I did the one job where I was actually fortunate enough to actually get stone and do lengths of eight foot long because I had the wainscoting all out of stone. And then I carried it right to the edge profile of the vanity top. That wasn't easy. Right. It was yeah. challenging. Right. But yeah, it was like contoured cut and then had to get sanded down. And we were actually using a marble and it was all fiberglass backed because yeah. it was fragile. Right. It was extremely fragile. fragile there was two yeah. pieces I broke just traveling them inside the house. Yep. Then I was like, how do we fix this? Well, the good thing is it's marble so we can actually fix it on site yeah because you can do the repair right then and there to fix it right yeah but that was not easy it was tricky to get the wainscoting chair rail to actually go into the actual vanity that became the vanity profile right right which was really nice but it was that's challenging yeah it was at that point right and we were mixing porcelain for the wainscoting rails and styles and then mixing it with uh, a marble that looks similar and color wise right it was slightly off but yeah. once you looked at it, you were bombarded. It, it blended in nicely, right? right? Right, But there's always ways of doing it. It's just very, very expensive sometimes to do yeah, it, right? It was, it's time-consuming. Yep. Yeah. And one it,
0: thing uh, my dad used to do when uh, we started um, was he'd tile the ceiling on a 45. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's
1: the perfect thing you're supposed to do for a steam shower, right? You know. You're supposed to put on an angle. No, the oh, no. tiles would be cut on oh. a 45.
0: So if the walls are going like this and then these ones are going like this, he would put these ceiling...
1: Because the lines are never going uh, to well, match. Yeah. At least this way. One or look. two sides will never match. Yeah. Right. So if you might as well just not make any of them any match. Any
2: match. So I would put them on. I convince the customer I would, I'd put the ceiling on a 45. That's a good solution. To make it
1: look. That's a good solution. I haven't I done that works. in a long time, though. <laughs> but then you're getting more. I guess, are you guys saying that there's more people and clients or clients and designers that don't want material on the ceiling? Yeah. Than do want material. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, what do the trades want? They want tile on the ceiling.
2: Well, wow. yeah. personally, I'd rather not do a ceiling. It's so much more work. It's a lot more work. It's a lot more Especially work. if it's a heavy tile. Yeah. All, Bring yeah. in the
1: jacks. <laughs> yeah, and you need that's a lot. And two by lot fours. Because
0: we, we hate it when and you're just putting the jack up and that's it. Like, you need something straight and long. And we don't want to use our levels that we spend so much money on. And to you, need, you need a
2: hat and goggles when you're grouting and, like, water's running down your arm and like That's it's the just best part though it's just so <laughs>
1: <laughs> but even after it's all set and it's all done and grout in the back of your head you're still thinking is that gonna fall one day yeah Cause it's only like biting i i
3: i've, I've learned, learned my lesson
1: uh, a few
0: times like um we were working with some another tile guy um and, and we were using smaller teeth okay and the tile fell on me and after that, I was always very adamant on how much cement to use, the proper teeth, make sure you squish it in there nicely. What you size just... tile was it? It wasn't that big. Like I think it was a like twelve
2: by twenty-four, I
1: think. Yeah,
0: I thought it was a little more skinnier and longer, mm. but it was probably something like that. Or it was a cut piece of that. Maybe. So no
1: jacks, right? You guys were just
0: We were, yeah. Cause we've done plenty of tiles that size, the twelve by twenty-four without the jacks. Yeah. and have had zero issues yeah, but I if see. we're doing anything bigger than that 1000 percent, we're using the jacks yeah now yeah. you really have to know what you're doing and how to do it to make sure that that thing is not falling if you're not using a support
1: well jacks and no drywall it has to be cementitious substrate right yeah because drywall you're just biting into the paper right yeah, yeah. Which you might get I lucky. do not trust. I will not trust ever. doesn't matter. Because that yeah. will eventually come off, I think. If it bites into the cement... Into the cement, it's yeah. It's there. That board yeah. has... That whole board has... I mean, we've demoed. Like, it's great when we're demoing and all of a sudden you grab one piece and it just like the whole piece comes out <laughs> oh, that time. Whole. Yeah, you're like, oh, that's amazing. That's great. Or even you do the old ceramic tiles and you just touch one and all of a sudden the rest of them just pop <laughs> like right dominoes. off. Pop, 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 pop. And then the lines are still there. And I'm like, okay, well, that wasn't wet or set properly so or yeah, whatever right. the story yeah. was. So yep. yeah. you just learn from that process, that's right? right.
0: Yeah. And I think we've demoed a shower out in the East End once that was like, um, like a mud wall oh and we had our our little jackhammer in there and i think it took us forever and a half days That's to forever. demo. that wasn't
2: a, uh, was that the, a plaster wall
1: yeah it was like plaster but it was like thick but you thick. were taking it right down through the studs at that point yeah you weren't just taking the towel yeah, no. Out.
0: no we we were going right down through the mesh through everything yeah, and it was the, on the had ceiling
2: and the wire mesh yeah yeah i think that and was it was a like the, wall. the three
0: walls house or the condo the house it's a house and, oh, my God, yeah, we were crying we had the jackhammer on the wall.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> it was bit right into this. Well, yeah. I had
2: the wire, met. we just couldn't. Every
0: time, usually what we're doing is we take a hammer, break the perimeter, and then you can just pull it off of the studs. And, and it wasn't coming. But this one, you were just no. swinging and swinging, and it would just dent it, dent it a little bit, and you couldn't make a hole.
1: That's why the argument of, of like, mud dog guys, where yeah. they just code it right which it.
0: you know they're right to it's do valid. it's, it's, totally it's
1: valid. super strong yeah but built for a life. lot of work it's yeah extreme amount of work a
3: lot of yeah. work and a lot, lot of time how
2: many people are going to leave their showers untouched for 30 40
1: years they won't they're going right? to change them a they're lot they're going to change them a lot quicker right yeah. what do you guys see the turnaround being like how fast i guess it's they're being changed based on trends
0: yeah or leaks and
1: mold well why would you well if I guess if it's a previous one wasn't done properly, then you get leaks yeah. and mold, right? At, at that point, but if yeah. you're doing fully waterproof materials of some sort, and a tray or dry pack and waterproofed again, yeah, it's never going to fail. Technically, no, it shouldn't. It, shouldn't. it shouldn't. Shouldn't fail, shouldn't right? shouldn't. Yeah. if it's done right, it shouldn't. Unless there's a, f- I guess, a water failure in the supply line and it's dripping and it's getting yeah. behind yeah, the different. material. Now that's right. a different story, but yeah,
2: but I don't
0: think we have personally demoed a shower that was done with any of these new waterproof products like maybe one yeah i don't otherwise think another many. contractor or someone's demoed it and we walk in we just see studs but other than that everything we've demoed has been like 20 plus years old yeah and it's all been like on well, some the, kind of d- green drywall besides
2: that last one with the four by four tiles oh well that one they had a leak then when they had right? a leak. so they did this shower they did four foot by four foot tiles on in the shower
1: how big is the shower four foot
3: it no was no it was six
2: wider. six feet. Oh, okay, right. By three or something, but they used four by four tiles. Okay, they did it in the spring, and in September they had a leak.
1: And the leak was coming from where?
2: Well, we determined first of all the floor was. Uh, they had the linear drain down on one end. The floor was sloped the other way towards the
1: bench. Friday install. <laughs> they had a uh,
2: they had a shower pan there.
1: Like that the somebody that's a liner or rubber, or a li- rubber,
2: yeah. liner, a rubber sorry, liner, a rubber liner, so yeah. That somebody pierced.
1: With the nail from With which trade? Some trade.
2: Someone pierced Most it. Most likely the tile the, guy or something. Because the water was sitting on the other end and it was just leaking right through. Because hmm. uh, drywallers came in, plumber, somebody, and pierced the liner. We see a lot
0: of times these people, they're putting... The plumber's putting the liner in, and then they start drywalling, and you walk in, and you see screws in there. Screws on the floor. And and people are still walking in there, and you're wondering to yourself, like, am I the only one? Am I crazy for thinking, like, this is wrong? Like... Or do, th- do this these is people the not showers. care?
1: It's obvious it's a shower that we're talking about here. Yeah. Right? Any tray that goes in there, electrician, plumber, anybody, it's a shower. So when
2: I was first talking to this person, I said, we have to remove the first row of tile, thinking it'd be 12 by 24, 24 by 24, and I get there. And it's half the wall because they're 4 by 4 tiles. Oh, man. What a we a had pain. to remove. What a pain, It's half the wall.
0: It actually wasn't much of a pain because no. they were uh, spot-setted. So the demo for that was demo, really yeah. we started easy.
2: hitting one corner
1: and it broke right away. We went,
2: "Wow." And
1: all the the whole tile was like Oh
2: yeah. Yeah. You just see these big blobs.
1: See, there's that argument that I had one time with a um, slab installer. So you're getting you're getting kitchen slab installers that are crossing the line now to tile slab installers. And I've never seen a kitchen slab installer ever notch or put some sort of mortar material, full coverage, what do they do? They take yeah. out their caulking gun and... Yeah, or they, just, they get their margin trowel score up. Or it a, a margin trowel and, and just plop plop, 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 and then slap it right on, and that's it. Then they slap it, and they walk away, and that's not going to go anywhere. I go, well, that's not going to survive either, right, over yeah. time. So that's where the difference is, where it's like... I, I don't guess think... if it's a backsplash... Yes, but if it's no... a bathroom... But the problem is that you'll get a designer, Homer, or GC going... Since you're here, and why don't you take care of the slab here in the shower? And then and that's what they do, the, the caulking that's slab. Different. Yeah. That's different. Which is the wrong way to do it. I know you guys just recently posted where you did the full coverage on a slab. Oh, every time. Just before it was about to go in there, right? Yeah. And yeah. it's like, it's done for a reason that way, right? Yeah. 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 This podcast episode has been sponsored by Class & Bronze Limited, authorized Canadian and U.S. wholesale distributor of pagan heavy-duty, high-performance tile leveling systems and installation tools. Choosing to buy outstanding and beautiful tiles also requires buying an exceptional tile leveling system. For hassle free installation and an exceptional leveled finish, choose Pagrin. Imitate it, never duplicate it. Available at Amazon, select ProSol stores, and purchased at www.tilelevelingsystems.shop. You can also find Paygrin on social at tile leveling systems and their website www.paygrin.com.
3: Yeah,
0: and I, I still see some people using like a half inch a half inch trowel for these thin six millimeter slabs and even on the floors and I, I'm can't understand how this thing is not cracking. Like like you need to go with something smaller. You're not
1: getting full coverage at that point. You can't. Right? If anything with a slab I what's the rule of thumb now? You're supposed to get 80% or 85%? Uh, 90. Oh, I think more ninety percent.
2: Most manufacturers are specifying like around 90 or something. So you're going to get full coverage. Percent coverage. Yeah, and in the shower, yeah, yeah
0: you, you want like more than 95. a well, 100 you want, really. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it, people are doing what they want out there, which is why, you know, we keep trying to post about this, keep trying to excel and do the best of the best because eventually these people are going to get
1: kicked to the curb and then we're going to be the last one standing. to think that that's what would happen. But the point is the price point. They've already spent yeah. all this money on the slab, and then they want to install it as quickly as possible. Yeah. But you don't, like,
3: it has to be yeah, sold a certain way. Uh, I,
2: if you're going to spend that money, you buy a Ferrari, you want to take care of it properly. <laughs> no, you just right. To, you're you not going to bring it to anybody to get fixed. Go to Canadian Tire and just get some regular lawnmower oil <laughs> and just put that inside the Ferrari. Right. That's so, all. like, I mean... Why, why spend that money initially then if that's how you're going to you know, take care of it? Or
1: but that's the constant argument that you guys would have designers and homeowners trying to justify why the extremes they think. To go to, to properly install this, right? It's going to be a funny landscape in construction in 10 years when you start demoing all these projects that everyone's been featuring on social media now with all these new products to see how this is a, I know that the argument has been a lot of guys talking about renoing uh, projects in the future regarding spray foam how the mechanicals are all going to have a nightmare because electrical, oh, yeah. plumbing, and HVAC running through all these spray foam cavities, and now you want to gut and renovate this area, and you're just going to be chipping away at you're gonna
2: foam. You're going to be chipping away at yeah, all yeah. this foam. You can't even run new wires. No, you'll uh, have to just...
1: I said, listen, the solution is you're just going to cut off. These cut are all dead off. ends now, and you're going to start from scratch all over again. But
2: running, even running new wires it's when gonna the be spray a foam yeah, is gonna be has a whole cavity You'll filled.
1: still be using the claw of your hammer to rip it all out and then run your lines yeah. at that point, right? But that's going to be the interesting landscape in 10 years from now. And then are you going to get a backlash of people saying, I'm not a fan of the foam tray in the shower. I'm not a fan of this because of that. And it's just, is it going to change the landscape and go back to like Mud Dog guys where it's like, we should have just been doing cement fully and that's it, done. But then look at the nightmare you guys have to remove that. I don't think that's the solution, no.
2: No, but I don't think so. I don't think so. I think people still stick to it. Yeah. Because I I think in maybe 10 years from now, more and more of this stuff is going to become obsolete you know the dry packing and all that right and
1: they're gonna dry packing is still on top of my list for larger size custom shower spaces right yeah because i don't think that yeah. i can't tell you the last time that you i built a shower that actually fit exactly the size of the tray and then you start cutting or modifying yeah Right? So, yeah. And then you're dry packing certain parts of it yeah. to fill in the space. It's, so you're, the it's space, a yeah. mix match of that. Pan, right. right? Yeah. You do the dry the foam because it trade, it goes right in. It's nice. It works yeah. out with the linear drain, all this other stuff, which is great.
0: But the Prova, they actually have, uh, it's not just like they have separate sizes of the pans. They have That's right. one or two sizes, and then they have these extension kits. So oh. You just add another piece onto it. Right. And after you add that piece, you put uh, a piece of the half-inch board underneath to continue raising it. So the extensions are all the same, but you're just adding more of their waterproof board to continue raising it. So you can go fill this whole room up with their shower Pretty prints. much, It'll be yeah. a lot higher when you get to the door if the the drain is over there. But it's so that you're not buying like a
1: 72-inch... Cutting it down and, and or, then cutting it down or to fifty. It. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Good and job. it's Changes very uh now, very Wait.
0: universal, very good for a lot of applications. Yeah. yeah. And then
1: everyone's doing linear drains these days. Nobody wants a regular square drain. Or uh, round no, no. Drain? they still want the square. In the center?
0: Yeah. Or Somewhere sometimes the it's sh- the offset. I remember yeah. I
1: did a class with Kohler and they did a study and nobody wants to stand in the middle of a shower where the drain is. <laughs> Because in the mind, it it determines that you're standing in dirty water as you're showering. As you're showering. So that's yeah. why the, they started pushing the drain away from the center. Yeah. So then as you're showering, the dirty water is leaving you. And I'm yeah. like... How dirty are you? Like that? You think <laughs> that that water is dirty? At that, it's time. for yeah. when
0: people have uh, the unclean drain and it starts to build up a little bit. So it's already
1: flooding at that point. You're, yeah, then you're and literally you're standing, really standing in it. Yeah, and that's when you need a curb. Yeah, but or then,
0: that's when you stand at the other end because. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that's not a tile problem. That's a plumbing problem. Yeah. Sure. Or, a sure. problem, or a cleaning problem. Or cleaning yeah. problem. Exactly, right? But that's yeah. why you have like baskets so you can collect a bunch of hair or whatever yeah. else is going down the drain, yeah. right? It also
2: makes it easier for the curbless with the center drain. Yeah,
0: I think you know? so. Oh, yeah. 100%. Uh, you have less buildup yeah. around the perimeter. I
1: yeah. wish they would introduce more matching. Like a lot of the plumbing companies would start introducing more matching options regarding the drain options out there. The grates? Yeah, there's quite a few now. The the slowly but surely, but the problem is that you're just getting small parts of black being introduced. I have yet to see a rose gold one. Rose gold is getting big on plumbing fixtures. Wise when it comes mm. to more high end homes. Yeah, you're getting uh, vibrant gold. I've never seen a drain matching vibrant gold, right? But then the argument is designers and homeowners will just make it tileable. Then just yeah. make it a tileable drain at that point. True.
2: I mean, right. they have a lot of them, um, a couple of golds, the white, black, chrome. The Prova actually they has
0: a bronze. lot of colors, like graphite. graphite. They've got all right. these different types of grays and, like, um, more natural-looking colors. Some of them aren't always matching the plumbing fixtures. Like, a lot of people are going pretty basic with the colors, like, not to say basic, but, like, black, gold, white stainless steel
2: yeah but you see like those golds there unless the plumbing manufacturer see, and
1: and uh, they have to get on tinder they have to get they have to <laughs> get together
2: otherwise <laughs> the colors will never but match. they never
1: do that's the thing about it right and then it's just i always had a problem since day one stainless steel i've never installed a stainless steel plumbing fixture assembly valve or showerhead like nobody has a stainless steel unless stainless you're in prison steel. Yeah. Right? Like, that's (laughs) a different story. But it's just like the shower valve and the volume control and the hand shower and that shower head. Nobody makes it in stainless
2: Chrome, if anything.
1: Chrome. Or you get a brush stainless. A brush stainless. But that brush stainless doesn't look like the stainless from the drain. So, that's why I keep on going back and forth. Like, you're right. The two companies have to get in bed with each other where this needs to be complementary. But then that becomes a whole fiasco at that point, right? Right. Yeah. You're going back to the tileable. I remember I had an idea for... I wanted to do a shower where there was no drain in the center there was no linear drain i wanted to actually just put a half inch line around the perimeter of the shower Mm. that was the drain because Mm. the full drain was a center drain underneath a slab of stone okay i still haven't figured out how you lift up that slab to get access to the drain if it ever gets clogged
0: i think weedy makes one like that
1: like a whole floor
0: um, it's in the wall. On it, it's 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 on the floor. On, on I've on one. seen the wall. One. Yeah, on yeah. one wall. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. now not, you're not just, the whole thing. You, no,
1: but you're taking now. You're taking a linear and you're just putting it into the wall at that point. Yeah, right. Something
0: and it kind of looked like uh, the Aria event where you know you yeah, have that and, piece uh, coming out. And it's I, kind of. I, a I just wanted to create like almost like a, a round
1: shower, and then the whole perimeter of the shower is the drain. Yeah, but you have to still get access to that drain in the center. Yeah. So, and without, like, if you lift up that slab and then if you were stupid about it, you drop and you crack and now you got to start all over again. Yeah. That's the part I haven't lifted, figured, I haven't figured out that right. Part <laughs> yet. I because I, like I agree that. You
0: need, like, an access panel made out of tile or something. How,
1: how at that point, right? Like, I don't. Yeah. It Man. would be, would, the idea was to create it like, an infinity drain. Yeah. Where the water would just go around to the whole perimeter and then just disappear and you wouldn't be standing in water yeah. or dirty water or whatever, but. That's a challenging one. I just never, because I never liked the idea of putting the drain at the opening of the shower. Yeah. I didn't like putting the drain at the end of the shower because then you'll have two sides that the, you'll get a wedge cut. Yeah. I never liked an insert piece that was stainless steel as the insert. So then now your tiles can all be straight. Yeah. That wasn't a solution. Um, so then it's like, I never liked that. Sloping part so, of it. Mm. Either going to the opening Or to the back part of the shower right. Because now you're Starting messing around With the lines of the Of the tile at that point And tile is all about lines Right Yeah And then you get the niche And you get all this other Like there's all kinds of things Oh yeah I guess there's like Problems being created And then solutions being made But then there's more problems Being created And then Other problems What do yeah. you do Just go back to the Go to tub And just alcove And bulkhead And tile that <laughs> And no niche. The acrylic base, and the that's it. The acrylic base. Uh, you go back to old school at that point. That's it. The retro bathroom. Yeah. yeah. That's what it becomes. But nobody wants that. No. Everybody wants the challenging, like, they want to show off their shower with the most extreme kind of tile, large, large. or intricate. And then you get the classic clients that will select tiles of different thicknesses. And they want a border. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, yeah, you guys know where I'm going yeah. with this, well, right? Well,
2: borders have, yeah, they've gone out
1: now. Nobody does borders anymore? No.
2: No. That was big when we first started way back. We still All did borders, um, but very now. Did one
0: with the marble.
2: Yes. But, yes. but that's
0: very, one out of That the was year. different,
2: yeah. Very few. We used to do the border with those thin glass and stone ones. Yeah. Had <laughs> three-inch border with those.
1: I remember there was um, a supplier that had uh, Schawrowski. Schawrowski? I used to the crystal.
2: Okay. Schawrowski.
0: Schawrowski, whatever. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um Little border line saying really? like three quarter, I would say nineteen mil by again pissed me off twelve inches, I think, lengthwise. There's a full but they 12 were, They were like five hundred dollars each piece. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Said I'll never sell this. Yeah. This will never fly. It looked beautiful. Oh, I'm sure. Like a little thin line of just sparkly going on. Yeah, there, right. I was like, no nah, that's never gonna sell. <laughs> but then I kinda like how they start introducing the inserts of brass and stuff. You gotta put that into the tile. Into Have you guys tackled that before? No. We Metal? were about Metal? to
0: actually on the yeah, last job just because the height of the ceiling was a little bit bigger than the um,
2: than, than the, the, slab. the slab. Yeah, it was a nine-foot ceiling with an eight-foot slab. Yeah.
1: Who makes an eight-foot slab?
2: Oh, yeah. There's quite a few four-by-eight slabs oh really, yeah? that are four-by-eight.
1: Yeah. Why not treat it like, oh, it would still be too short. So nine-foot. Yeah. So, he wanted, he
2: wanted a little gold accent on top and then put another piece of tile above that. But then he changed his mind and went with the full height slab.
1: So, you got the larger slab. Yeah. Then he got the, yeah. yeah, the he, got the, yeah. So he, he had one foot of off cuts at that point. Yeah. I still would have did the metal. I think metal, I think metal's is a good option in tile. Metal and tile mixture. mix nice. If it's done a certain way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't go to the craziness of where you start seeing in certain certain I guess Eastern European countries where you start seeing tile, metal, and an accent of light. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where that's that flavor that's going on right now where you're starting to see a lot of light where it yeah. shouldn't oh, be. Yeah, and yeah. And I'm yeah. like, uh There's
2: some backsplashes with the tile and metal mixed in. I've seen those some as well too.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm not too crazy about it, but you know, putting those little LEDs yeah. in every now and then can be kind of cool,
1: but if it's just like a disco at that point, where it's yeah. like a club now, like he's
0: actually that's what I was gonna say. Um, <laughs> one commercial job we did, um, Offworld Bar in Toronto. Never been. No. Oh, you definitely. I'm in my fifties. It, it's it's still worth it. He w- we w- t- went for his birthday. Okay. Um, we yeah. did all the tiles in the floor there. Um, And for the VIP lounge. I want to check it out now. Yeah, you definitely need to. For the VIP lounge, we did some miter steps. There's like three of them. And just underneath the return, they had a little LED strip so you could see each step.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. And that
3: looked really cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So you just put an LED strip behind...
2: Yeah. On the bottom of but the... But the, the,
1: the face of the tread, was it a a uh, piece of metal molding? No, no, it, was, it was, was tile. It was it just was tile. Major, it was tile. Oh, yeah. but right underneath it, you put light there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah they,
0: That's pretty mm, slick. Oh, yeah, yeah. It looked really sharp.
2: Yeah, it looked sharp. It was all black tile and then this little
1: LED... Because then, you know, you get a little bit of light in an atmosphere that you need the light there for accident, yeah. well, otherwise... So you can see this, so you make sure you see the step too. Exactly, right? <laughs> right. What are you guys using? What's your favorite go-to cement these days?
0: Um, We're, we're in the Ladi Crete area okay. now. We were using the Ardex before, um, but the dry time is just way too quick for that. On it's the Ardex f- one? Yeah, it's good for some applications. If, you know, you're doing some small tile and kind of want it to hold in place really fastly. But... Um, the Ladi Crete, uh I think, is At the way to point. go now. Yeah, It seems to have a longer pot life, especially, you know, training someone. You're taking a little bit more time out of your day to discuss things. Um, and it, it's got a large variety of selection. Like the Trilight. the Platinum is one of the strongest I've ever used. Um,
1: Are we still, like... I, I remember back in my day, like r- I didn't care about non-modified. I used it once, and I was like, I don't care. I want glue and everything. Yeah. So are we s- are they still selling non-modified products where it's like supposed yeah, to be used? yeah, really they're yeah. still doing that. Well, still do it, sh-
0: but we don't. use It's the,
2: the Schluter. Yeah. That specifies you have to use non-modified for their...
1: How many times you guys have to pull out the warranty and start talking about warranty, <laughs> about failures of certain things? Yeah. How many times you guys Frankenstein mixes and... Yeah, well, that's why we
0: started using the Artex, yeah. because we were doing a lot of Schluter. Yeah. And this was before yeah. they had their own cement, even.
1: But the Arctic stuff wasn't modified?
0: No, it was, it's a chemical dry, so it'll dry it with or different. without air.
1: Yeah. It'll oh, really, dry yeah. in its yeah. own
0: time frame. Okay. Same with
1: tech. Okay. They're like that too. But that's what guys liked about it. It was bulletproof, where it's like, just use this. If you had to question, just use this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: But now, you know, we don't really, we're not using the Schluter. Not a fan of it.
1: Not a fan of it anymore?
0: No, I mean, they still make good drains, but. um, But
1: I go back to the finishes. Yeah. Stainless steel doesn't work for me at all. Ever. Never has. And they can't make enough of the profiles, the different versions in black for me. and not everybody from my conversations now is going black fixtures plumbing fixtures they're skewing towards those vibrant colors the rose gold the vibrant gold Um, yeah Yeah. brass they're going to these really nice different colors now because they look more classier with lighter white calcutta bianca like that kind of stone.
2: stone they look
1: a lot nicer i know that for a few years that black contrast with the white stone was the go-to thing. The it still is lives for a lot. It is until you still. like are a dirty person regarding oh. taking a shower with yes. the soap scum yes. and you don't rinse off your shower at the end of it because you're feeling cold or whatever. Yeah. and Then all that black <laughs> fixture stuff starts to create all this soap scum on top of it. Right. And now yeah. you got to go in there and see LR L- it to death to clean up black stuff when you don't have to do that with any of the vibrant tones, right? right. And so that's my little rant about I've always been a, ha- a hate on about right or stainless steel anything yeah. it doesn't make sense it does, has no place in a bathroom a luxury a bathroom. bathroom yeah it doesn't so i agree with you on that one yeah
2: yeah yeah and the black is delicate for the plumbers to work with as well they all hate it because they the scratches easy
3: well, scratches
1: their nails or something like that their yeah. manicure is all messed up like, I don't know, <laughs> like yeah I don't know. they're all well the smart ones are wearing gloves these days
3: like yeah, the, or uh, they're using a yeah. rag to kind of yeah. turn all that kind of stuff. Plus,
1: any good manufacturer brings that product inside of a cloth-based package Yeah, but bag. it's when they're putting yeah, it on. But when
2: they say just handling it, they scratch yeah, it something. it's when they
1: get their wrench and they put yeah, it on. That's I mean, yeah, that's <laughs> right. That's where this, that, that's this right. showed up scratched. Uh, <laughs> can you send me another one? Yeah. yeah really, it really looks like some secret crescent wrench marks there yeah. that's what yeah. that looks like teeth right marks. Listen, i'm guilty of that too okay i've done that I like i think the black is good it's good right that's and it. you just get a sharpie and you just and you got it. a sharpie there you <laughs> go
0: just rub it yeah. in a little bit
1: no you get another pr- you order another one but yeah. yeah so there's limitations on that at that point you're saying what about yeah. nobody does nobody does benches anymore eh? like oh. full box benches anymore everybody wants floating benches now
0: Yeah, I mean, we're still doing the box bench. Really? Um, We we really want to do a floating bench, but it's a little bit more costly. And um, it takes a lot more time. You know, like, most likely, you're going to miter that floating bench. like To have a, a piece of quartz sitting on there, and then to have everything else, a little bit of an overhang, or kind of flush, like... Because, you know, the the quartz always has that micro bevel. Yep. So, you know, we always kind of stay flush with the micro bevel. That way, otherwise you have this indentation right there and it's kind of silly looking. Like, it looks and feels a little better to have it in more. Mm. Um, but a, a floating bench, like, you can't. You I, I don't want to do that. I personally love the miter on the floating bench so much more. So if we're doing that, we're doing the miters. Yeah, it makes a lot. So of sense. the cost is a little bit more, but with the box benches, we're putting the piece of quartz, tiling everything else perfectly, and it looks finished the way it should look. Yeah. Now we've done mitered box benches before, and it looks incredible, but the quartz looks equally as good too.
1: My problem aesthetically with the box benches is that when it gets and it hits the glass shower enclosure.
0: Yeah, because then yeah. they either have to notch it, notch the quartz, or notch the glass. There's
2: always a couple inches sticking out from the glass. And
0: or you
1: put it right up against it. And then there's a gap. If there's a gap, or you don't seal it properly and water gets behind there, like it just becomes this problem, right? It's like a, yeah. you've come up with a solution, but it, but it becomes a problem, right? Yeah. The, yeah. I think the yeah. best
0: solution is to notch the quartz, not the glass. I and, agree. And just make a little slot. Very precisely, and then you have your piece going straight, and you can still silicone the hell out of that. And
1: what are the homeowners' designers asking for? Uh, we're usually not involved, but in they're just that. telling you, right? So they're asking yeah. for a box bench, they're asking for the shower, tube. yeah, yeah. Fronded, they're, just, they're bringing it
0: up that way, right? Yeah. yeah, but a lot of people they still don't know about the floating benches, like they don't understand how it's built, how strong it is.
2: But actually, last time we did one, uh, we left, and they were getting a piece of quartz made to
1: slide in the steel yeah, supports. I've seen it that way, mm-hmm. too, yeah. Right? And right. that
0: looks really good like that.
1: But there's still, see, here's the thing is that I've done a couple of them. They're slick, mm-hmm. and, and I've tried to reinforce them as best as I possibly can, but there is still a little bit of give, right? Yeah. And we still would do color match grout at the point where it intersects with the wall, right? Because that's going to be a possible crack point, right? Like yeah. the, the mortar right. will actually crack at that point. Right. So I've done it because I don't. It's like it's like uh, wall-mounted toilets. Well, There's I, was still just, I was just going to
2: mention that right now because we did these slabs where they had, and two of the bathrooms where they had wall-mounted toilets in both of them,
0: and the vanities, <laughs> and
2: the wall-mounted vanity, <sighs> and the customers worried sick that the pressure if somebody sits on the edge of the vent of the toilet. That it's going to go like this and the bottom of it is going to be putting pressure on the slabs that the slab will crack. So what
1: did you... My thought process with that is that it has to have full coverage bond behind there, like solid at that yeah. point.
2: Well, we did make sure of that.
1: But other it's than that... It's mean, still a risk. still a risk. You could get a pretty big person sitting down on that toilet. And I know that the limitations on some of those...
2: 350 toilets. pounds. Yeah.
1: It's like it, there's still people that are bigger than that. But if somebody sits on the edge you're, closer to the front now it's, it's physics at that point so all of a sudden now you start you're adding more pressure yeah right or if they've had And a it's only too as strong as
2: your studs in the wall even though you got a steel frame So even if
1: you go full coverage on that slab it's the weakness of that stud of the stud you'd almost have to like me personally ply with that whole wall three-quarter yeah. ply with pl uh, on yeah. each stud and then screw every six inches and then put a base of cementitious material, cement board, and then put the tile on there, and then I'd feel a lot more secure with the 351-pound person on there. right? And he actually
2: happened to order two different toilets, both wall-hung, I don't know why. Two 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 styles? Two two styles. Same brand? I'm not 100% sure. But one of them came with a big rubber gasket that meets the toilet and the tile. One didn't. (laughs)
1: Was it missing from the package?
2: I don't know. We we couldn't find it. Uh, It didn't come with it. I've
1: still silicone those. I've always had to like you can only tighten them so much before you crack it.
2: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Wall mounted are, or I guess the vanities are slightly different because it's an L bracket of some sort. It's engineered metal, but nobody really sits on the vanity. (laughs) They may lean against it. They're not going to push the weight down. But a toilet you sit on and it moves. There's give on it. I don't care who you are. It moves, right? Even a hundred pound But even on the wall
2: hung vanity, I I made the holes and we made uh, like oversized holes. So even if if the screw moves, it's not going to be touching the tile. See what I mean about how they create
1: products to solve problems, but then they create new problems for those solutions that they created for those problems. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Like everyone likes wall-mounted toilets because they're easier to clean and they look cleaner. They look wise, cleaner. Right? Yeah, they look sharp. They yeah. look sharp. But as soon as you sit on them, and you're like, yeah. But like if you it, ever it gotta, moves, and if it you it. ever got to change
2: it, you got you got to deal with the, the carrier. Button, the everything. buttons on the
1: wall. You got to hope that the brand that you got the carrier still line up with everybody, and then you yeah. change it. That and way there's right. like
0: six different holes. On that, but they talk
1: about how you can access everything from the actuator, which is yeah. that big button at the top or whatever. It's still a challenge, oh, yeah. yeah but even then, it and if you get uh, a clog, you get a clog, that's a different story, right? Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, you
1: are dealing with a big repair bill at that point, right? Especially if you go in stone. I would never put it up against drywall because you're definitely going to dent it every time you use it. Yeah, we did it on a job where she was in, like, I want wallpaper, I'm like, okay, whatever. I haven't been back there since, so I don't know what it looks like if it's changed or whatever. But no, I wanted something stronger. Yeah, I still put plywood behind there, but I'm I'm plywood sandwiching drywall with the toilet.
3: Right.
1: Drywall over time of use and, and move. Yeah. It's gonna. It's no different than you open up a door and the doorstop isn't at the right spot and the doorknob is just nicking the drywall over time. It's gonna keep on wearing over away time. at it, right? Uh, yeah. So that's why it's just like you got to be really cautious about that, or you just go skirt a toilet. Simple as that. You solve that problem, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So our decks, okay. So the material there, wise, and then trying to think of what else. Well, I know you. What? Wh- who? What are you scoring with? You're scoring with.
3: Uh,
0: um. Right now, we're using the sigma. The sigmas, right? For the slabs, we have the Montalet. but I think we're gonna transition over to Raymondi pretty soon. Um, Why? Cheers. They have the suction cups on their rail. Ah. So using that on the wall, if you're cutting out, making a cutout for the next day, you can score it. Like the Montella right now, they've got like little rubber um, pieces that go the length. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. they can still move a little, bit. A little mm. bit. Especially if you are outside in the winter, in the cold, like we were. Uh, you get a little water underneath it. It'll it, slide. It'll slide a little yeah. bit. Whereas the Raimondi one, they've got the suction cups. I think Sigma has the suction cups on theirs too. But yeah, the they really do. I just haven't heard as many great things about it. We've worked with another tile setter who swears by Raimondi everything, especially for the slabs. And we've used it with him numerous times. And I think it works great. It worked well. yeah. And then yeah, if you have didn't. the grinder attachment okay. to use the grinder on the rail saw, it's all kind of the same system. Oh, really? Yeah. And that makes things a lot easier rather than buying a whole other separate tool, a whole new separate rail. Because I think Montelet has uh, the same rail, but with the circular saw, and the rail might be a little bit different.
1: But, they, like, are you guys charging accordingly for... <laughs> like, you know I'm getting that. Like, you guys are becoming fabricator
3: like you you're a fabricator yeah you're
1: becoming the fabricator finisher um cutter and installer like you guys are doing the whole thing now yeah but i don't think you guys we know what the prices are when you go into a fabrication shop for any kind of stone slab work whether it's a backsplash or if it's cutouts or a countertop vanity top whatever we know what those costs are yeah and I don't think you guys your your numbers are in line with those numbers. You're definitely like you're a lot cheaper, and that's why clients and designers are probably going to we'll just get the tiles and to fabricate it. Yeah. Get it and worried about it. And you guys have to worry about it arriving on site, transporting it from because the delivery will only drop it in the curb. Then you guys got to bring it into the bring site, it in. yep. second floor, third floor, nook cranny, cut it, set it up, state like you know what I'm getting at, right? Like it's just not fair. That's all I'm yeah. trying to get at, right?
2: Yeah and i mean at the end of the day we charge what the market will bear it's either it's either we take it or we leave it either we stop doing it
1: because another talent seller will do it
2: another guy will do it well i tell the customer they go look if you're looking for cheap there's always somebody cheaper (laughs) but for some stone
0: guys like that are doing these thicker slabs in the showers and stuff. I don't know if it's because they have a bigger company behind them or they have the fabricator on site. Like, their prices are still pretty competitive to ours. And if not, maybe even a little bit cheaper. Because we're doing all this fabrication on site, like, we are charging a good amount. Good. Like, we're not holding back on that. Like, we're not going to do this crazy job for less than what we demand.
1: This podcast episode has been sponsored by Class & Bronze Limited. Authorized Canadian and U.S. wholesale distributor of Pagan heavy-duty, high-performance tile leveling systems and installation tools. Choosing to buy outstanding and beautiful tiles also requires buying an exceptional tile leveling system. For hassle-free installation and an exceptional leveled finish, choose Pagrin. Imitate it, never duplicate it. Available at Amazon, select ProSol stores and purchase that at www.tilelevelingsystems.shop. You can also find Pagan on social at tile leveling systems and their website www.pagrin.com
0: i actually had someone text me uh about a fireplace in the slabs 21 feet high so scaffolding and everything um how wide
1: uh, the width of the slab
0: uh not actually sure but there was might return, so it was probably like a good
1: like oh so you're going f- horizontal with the slabs then Maybe, okay. or it could
0: be two slabs on the, with the grout line down oh, the middle wow. and then the miter returns. Yeah, yeah. Um Okay. But yeah, this guy, uh, I, I don't know who he was exactly, but he was like, oh, so I'm not going to be making any money. And it's like, well, then you have to charge more. That's not up to me. Like yeah, yeah, I'm exactly. charging this amount. I'm not going to cut anybody a break just because you might have a job for me. Like you know, either way, we're very busy. Like I'm so going to charge it already it. to the client, or was about to, or very close to. Yeah. But maybe he bid on more work than he can chew, and now he's looking for someone else to help. Was this
1: like a three quarter slab?
0: Uh, or like three quarter inch? Yeah, three quarter inch. Thick. No, it was more like a six or ten mil. Oh wow! Eh? So the thinner oh, like stuff, gas fireplace? Yeah. I didn't even get to ask that many questions because it was more just about, like, square footage and price. And I I was interested because... Pull it off.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, something different for us, right? What it's going to cost,
1: right? Yeah. You guys put a lot of, like, I always get sweat, like, just almost pass out when you guys put a lot of faith in those suction cups, eh? Moving things around and carrying it with the (laughs) suction cups. I'm like... Yeah, are they no, really I, that good? I, like, I put yeah, a lot of
2: faith in them. They are. They are. They're. Sometimes they they start losing a little bit of pressure, but they got the gauge on it, <laughs> so we can easily glance at it, look at it, and just give it a couple little pumps. If that happens, most of the time it doesn't.
0: It did happen last okay, week. Once, the, some uh, one, someone one, one one let go one pump, le- and it was one let go. and it. You know, it you really to start slide. to feel it.
1: See what I mean? You're like making me sweat right now. Okay, that was the first time. It, <laughs> that was actually the first time it ever happened. I know. It hasn't happened. And it was
0: because of the ice and Maybe stuff outside. We were right. outside. Oh, you guys were, yeah, Maybe because we are outside yeah. in Fabulous. minus 10 degrees. Exactly. So it had like the dust and the ice Ice crystals back
2: there or something. But, no, they're good. We've carried those. We twisted them upside down. Well, not upside down, but sideways. Almost. Almost <laughs> upside down. They've never... Uh, and we've
0: done these slabs, like, never uh, exterior with somebody else and carrying them up three sets of scaffolding. And yeah. that was no problem.
3: Yeah. They're, the the Raimondi suction they're, cups they're, are very they're good. They're so much better
0: than yeah. the
2: old ones where you just fold over the handle and... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember those ones. Grab, no, right? Those
1: ones had no strength whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. Once the, I did use those ones and you fold it over, I would like test to see if I could pull it out, pull and, it you, out yeah. and it would come out right. Or, yeah.
2: or even or the Grabos, you're familiar with yeah, those? Yeah, yeah, I know you They've you're never about. failed us. Those things yeah. are incredible, uh, how much weight uh, they can hold.
0: Like I've uh, heard horror stories from some people about their Grabos crapping out on them. I don't know. We take care of ours, you know, we make sure it's clean. Keeping it clean. We're not like jamming the buttons. We push it,
2: you know, push it to let go. Take it easy. Like, as long as the base is kept clean where it makes the seal with the air. I
1: know, but there's always that one little, just one little.
2: Well, but actually the new one, now the Grabo, as soon as the pressure gets below a certain amount, it turns on automatically by itself.
3: It has like so, an electronic
0: uh, so digital so reader. You, the old one, no, hmm. you have
2: to keep looking at the gauge because it might lose depending on the roughness of the, um, material the material or what condition your rubber seal is in. Because so those will get worn out over
1: time. It gets as worn well, out right? over
2: time, right? You throw it around.
1: Yeah. But
0: we've whatever. only changed one rubber seal, and that yeah. was because we we it put so. it in the bag and yeah. the charger was in there, so overnight it kind of left a indent.
1: Oh, and then put after
0: it that, right. the we dent put it right on top kind of, of a corner, you know, right? So you
1: couldn't get a full seal. Yeah. yeah.
2: And it wouldn't go back. But otherwise, mm.
0: like, we have two of them, and they're good. We've changed it once. Yeah. And good. I trust it. Still, I'm, I'm really Carrying good. those big tiles. Yeah. Some of these slabs we're carrying with just two
1: Grabos. It's nice that I'm seeing you guys do this with tiles, not just with the slabs now, right? Because mm-hmm. it makes your life that much easier when oh, you're yeah. installing oh. tile, right? Yeah, yeah. Especially the two-by-four tiles, right, where you get an yeah. opportunity to yeah. like go down there. And yeah. back in the day, what we used to do, watch your fingers. Yeah. Like back on the mentality, right? Yeah. Watch your no, fingers, You right?
2: can control it so much easier now. Put it in. Even if you have to lift it again for whatever reason. Which is a pain in the ass, I guess. With the so. grabo, it's so much easier. Uh, <laughs> it's a pain
1: in the
0: ass, but when you got your dad staying there, everything, like, okay, I'll hold it while you put more cement. Like, yeah, then then it's <laughs> easy for me. For me.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right, gentlemen, yeah, we yeah. got to wrap it up, but I got to yeah. do the 12 questions with you guys. Uh, I want to let everybody know Frank's Flooring. Uh, Flooring.ca, Frank and Steven. Well, no, I'll go Frank. At FranksFlorine.ca and then Stephen at FranksFlorine.ca. And then uh, on IG, it's at FranksFlorine. And then the phone numbers, Franks is 416-722-2507. And then Steven's 647-921-2508. Your season done? No, you guys are still working. Um,
0: what, no, what's our, the off date? Oh, day? no. We, we don't is stop. Our <laughs> season done when my sister comes home for the holidays. So when the Friday, the 22nd, <laughs> I think we're going to take a break. Yep. Two-week break? No, no, no. no. Today. That, that's uh, Two-day break. The Monday that's, that's Christmas not a unboxing
1: break. Day. People still want you to work in between? Well, we're lucky. We got a house that's we're doing where, they're, right where they're not the room. <laughs> <Okay>.
3: <laughs> We're
2: lucky we got a house where they're not living in it. They're moving in in of January or so something. So it's convenient. So it's convenient. Take advantage of it. We can come and go as we please. And you can set up inside. Set up inside,
3: yeah. We,
0: we've learned that over the years that, you know, when you're working over Christmas, you do not do a reno. Because people want you to be meticulous. They want you in and out at a certain time. They're going to have people coming in and out, like friends and family. And if they're not living there, you don't have to worry about any of that. And we won't take a job unless it's like
1: that. Uh, It's a unicorn, though. Not all the job sites are like that. No, no.
0: But, you know, over years, you can start to plan that out in October, November. Like, oh, yeah, what about Christmas?
1: Yeah. Uh, Ready for these? What is your favorite construction word? Uh mortar. Mortar. <laughs> Wood. Wood? <laughs> <laughs> well, Frank's flooring uh, what is your least favorite tool? Ooh. I mixer. The mixer? Yeah. What are you guys running a Makita?
0: Bosch. Uh, a Bosch. And we actually have two older ones. So the Bosch would be technically like my generation. Then we yeah. have an old black and decker, <laughs> which is my dad's generation.
1: Mixer? Yeah. yeah they made a mixer slow torque really yeah
0: yeah a
2: very slow torque yeah and heavy yeah, it's probably about 30 still works still oh yeah oh yeah but every time the Porting. new one every time the new one breaks down we go back to the old one it still works buy a new one wait till <laughs> it breaks down go back to the old one and, wait, then and then and then we
0: have my grandfather's um that he used for plaster which is a van dorn I don't even know what I this brand know. is, but I, I'm pretty sure. And like it still it's hard works? to. Oh yeah, Remember. yeah. That that thing, you can see the bearings kind of sparking <laughs> and stuff a little bit inside, but it it it's works great. Cool
1: when you see the sparking going it, on inside there, right? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, yeah. That one's got to be over. That's over fifty. So years it's funny now.
1: that the older ones are being used when it's, when the newer one Once breaks break down. Break down. Yeah. Go back to the older one. But
2: you got a bit of uh you, you gotta work it. You pay for it because
1: you, <laughs> you gotta work they, it.
2: they weigh a little bit more. Yeah.
1: What construction sound do you guys love?
0: Oh, the no. grinder.
1: The grinder?
0: The grinder or the scoring? Like the, the grinder. That scoring sound. That's yeah. Like I, I, I do not mind the grinder at all. No. Like we wear the headphones, no. of course. The hardwood nailer sound.
1: Tum, 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 tum. Pneumatic tum, tum, or tum. hand? Pneumatic. 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 Yeah, it's
0: kind of rhythmic, you know? It makes like a little melody in with it. Yeah. It's
1: true. What's your favorite beverage? Mmm anything
0: probably water or espresso yeah espresso
3: <laughs> what turns you
1: on and what turns you on and off in construction
0: uh Arrogant, inconsiderate people who only give a crap about themselves and not about the other trades. That's what turns you on. That's what (laughs) (laughs) turns me off. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes, you know, people are very like, no, it's got to be like this. This Screw everything else. Like, I don't care about you or what you want to do. And me coming in so young, you know, like, I need to care. I need to show respect to people. But it's hard to give respect to people who only care about one thing. I know,
1: exactly. Yeah. In the it's ass. True. Favorite curse word.
0: I'll let you take this one.
1: Fango. <laughs> <laughs> Can't go wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Same? Um, yeah, yeah, I guess so. I mean, we I don't say it too often because you know I'm trying to give that respect to people. But you know, when you're the boss, you get to play <laughs> you by your it. own rules. You yeah.
1: can totally say it. Yeah. Uh favorite vehicle in the entire world?
0: Oh, the pickup truck. Which brand? Um uh, you know, I, I mean, I don't want to offend my baby out in the parking lot, so I'm going to have to say the F-150.
1: What's yours, Frank?
2: No <laughs> favorite vehicle? It can going to be a Ferrari.
1: Any particular one?
2: Mm, well, the Enzo.
1: You just choose one of the more difficult mm. ones to get a hold of, Yeah, right? yeah. So. One day. Uh, what do you miss from your childhood?
0: Oof. I don't miss... Uh, really anything i mean playing Mm -hmm. hockey and skateboarding maybe
1: i used to do that a lot as a kid i see more skateboarders i miss skateboarders and yeah i I can't stand cities that put those little notches on all the benches and shit (laughs) you know one of my
0: friends his brother (laughs) is doing incredible with skateboarding and i honestly i still love watching skateboarding and snowboarding videos um that that's definitely like one of my favorite things to do in life. If I was better at it, pff, I wouldn't be here sitting with this guy right now. <laughs> but happy to be here though,
2: of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's what's yours? <laughs>
1: Missing From your playing street hockey. I don't see that many kids do it anymore no. these days, eh? No, very few. Eh, that's a shame. Yeah, I like that. yeah. What profession other than your own would you guys like to attempt one day? Oof. Attempt. When something else you want to
2: do something else yeah be a family doctor a family doctor <laughs> yeah um you got problems with the ears go see the ear specialist <laughs> <laughs> no go see the nose specialist you got a problem with the family <laughs> Your family
3: go see a family specialist yeah, it's a, yeah. that or a teacher
0: <laughs> yeah i mean i i did kind of want to be a teacher when i was in high school i uh did a little music um course and uh wanted to teach that brief window of my life um but you know doing this i get to teach people every day yep. things so yeah. like this clients is, yeah <laughs> clients employees clients, designers me and my dad teach each other stuff all the time um new and old tricks but if it wasn't any of that i i would have i will go back to the snowboarding De-
1: what, what profession would you guys not like to do
0: oh accountant. I took business in college. Um, yeah, accounting was not for me. Marketing and stuff is more so my nice thing, which is what we're doing now. There you go, yeah
3: yeah. Frank?
1: Plumber. Plumber. Yeah. I guess you've seen enough more plumbing. I've seen enough, <laughs> I've seen that enough of that stuff, but they go through
2: it. sometimes. No. Poor guys.
1: <sighs> Last question If heaven exists, would you guys like to hear God say when he you arrive at those pearly gates?
0: You did a great job on that slab job, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry that tile cracked on you. That was a test.
1: <laughs> Are you afraid? Yeah.
2: Uh, just a simple thank you
1: from them. Nice. That's it. Thanks so much, guys. Yeah. Thanks so much for, yeah, thank you us for having us on and the show. Thank you very and much. Too. Uh, yeah, it was great chat. Just yeah. talking shop again, right? So yeah, yeah. enjoy the holiday break and yes. take some downtime, and hopefully, you guys do. don't. Dream about troweling and yeah. slapping on tile and
0: sometimes those are good dreams though. You know? <laughs> Spacers <laughs> sometimes and everything and,
1: and working outside and all kinds of stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah. continue doing the amazing work. I really appreciate it. Thank man. you. Really Thank appreciate you very much. it. Thanks Alright for guys. having us here. Thanks so much, okay. right? Angela right here.